BDR's Prime Partners podcast delivers insight on services, resources, and business practices that can help your company succeed faster. Listen and learn for ways to take your company forward. Welcome to the Prime Partners podcast. I'm Matt MacArthur, BDR's Director of Training. Today, our topic is leveraging the power of financing in your service department. Joining us today is Rick Couples, Managing Senior Director, and Chad Martin, Managing Senior Director, both from Goodleap. Guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, Matt? Uh, I'm doing great. Glad to have both of you here, and I would love to have you both give an introduction, and, and Rick, I'll start with you. If you could just give us a little bit of background that you have and uh, what you do for Goodleap. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, Matt, for having us on here. It's a pleasure to, to be partnered on with BDR, and and it's a pleasure to be on the podcast. So My name is Rick Couples. I'm Managing Senior Director at Goodleap. I'm a third-generation HVAC contractor have been through almost every aspect of HVAC, with the exception of finance, which intrigued me to, to get on with Goodleap. Um, so when it comes to positioning financing within your within your business and being able to leverage that, that's, that's one of the things we specialize in here at Goodleap. Good, and we'll dive into that. Chad, what about you? Yeah, well, Matt. Uh, once again, you know, like Rick said, thanks for for having us on. Um, we're very fortunate to be teamed up with BDR. Um, you know, my my you know back history. I've I've known BDR. I've known Tammy for for a very long time, and 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 from a previous job. And so I've been in the finance game for you know a few years, a little longer than Rick, but that's that's how I met Rick as well too. So, um, uh, you know, but we're very fortunate to to. To be where we're at with Goodleap. Uh, I'm one of the managing directors as well, too. I've got a team of seven that uh, that I help out and uh, help remove, like like Rick likes to say, help remove roadblocks. So that's what we try to do is uh, is to go out there and and give service to our to our partners as best we can. Wonderful. Yeah. And we're going to talk about financing and that's what you guys do day in and day out. And that's such a powerful tool. So I'm excited about the conversation we're going to have today. And and you mentioned Tammy, Tammy Vasquez, uh, a BDR lead coach here. And uh, it's funny how small, how much of a small world our industry is, the things that cross over and folks that you meet again as they move around uh, to different places. But let's get into our conversation today about leveraging the power of financing in your service department. I was excited we we're going to talk about this because we hear you know, more and more about financing today, but a lot of times it's on the sales side of things when we're in the home on a new project, not as much in service. Let's start with kind of a baseline of what's the consumer's need for financing today, generally speaking. I think the 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 major need is the fact that we have less and less money in our bank accounts every day. I mean, everything today costs 40 to 60% more than it did a couple of years ago. So when when we look about just a just a, a simple repair that we kind of took for granted in our industry for I don't know the last 50 years is now that simple repair is not a couple hundred dollars. It's a lot of them could be over a thousand dollars. Most of them are. And with people, you know, leverage in their bank account. So when they go to the grocery store, it's a lot more expensive. When they go fill up their gas, it's more expensive. When they, you know, to, and 
when they take their kids to out to eat for that once one time a week or you know get into activities and sports and now here we're on the summertime where travel and everything comes into play they they may need that financing for that thousand dollar repair to where it actually helps them in their daily business and just their daily way of life i think that's we're going to see more and more that transpire until the the economy equal equals out to where it was if that if that is if that does happen in the future right so either way we're looking at it financing is going to be very very key in being able to provide homeowners what they need yeah boy you hit on a bunch of uh, important things with financing that i think it's good for us to remember at the start of this conversation and one that i you don't always hear is about that inflation point things are costing more today and just as you said these repairs that maybe uh, we didn't think were that expensive they're they're costing more today and people have other things they may want to spend their money on and financing is a tool to allow them to make some decisions around uh, where their money goes and and what they can do so i think that's a good thought to have in our mind as we go through this let's turn to the contractor side now so we know the consumers need financing they want financing to give it gives them options how are contractors using financing today or or are they what's your take on that well contractors they they kind of look at financing for big tickets that's why a lot of them already use financing for their their projects right but really leveraging financing as a daily tool within your business can really change the whole scope of your business using that you know on a repair presenting payments versus ticket price uh, gives a homeowner an opportunity to be able to say, hey, you know, I can afford to get that done. You know, when it's only $30, $40 a month on a, on a repair or $50 a month on a repair versus I got to come up with $1,800 right now. It's it's given them, it's given homeowners an opportunity to get what they need done. It's also given the contractor the opportunity to maximize that ticket price, be able to leverage, hey, I can, we can get add-on sales. We can get IAQ products in here, a little ancillary um, spiffable items to the technician to be able to help the technician gain more income on spiffable items if that's what's going on in your organization or most of all it can increase your average ticket by 30 plus percent okay wow a lot to unpack there rick interesting you know i think there we're seeing more adoption with financing across uh, the industry but as you said a lot of times it's more for those big we're selling a new system and it's going to be ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars and and we know we got to have financing options for that. I, I love one thing you said about having it be a daily tool that we use. That sounds interesting. Can you talk a little bit more about what that might mean to have financing as a daily tool? Oh, absolutely, Matt. You know, if we look at things in one manner, as a contractor, we love tools, right? We all all of us do. So and we invest in the tools that streamline our business. We invest in the, the specific gauges to make us more, you know, efficient on the on the job and, and certain tools that we get that makes us more efficient and save time on the job. Well, financing is a tool that you can utilize in your organization to number one, close more projects, Number two, increase your profitability on those projects. But the biggest portion, a lot of people don't look at financing for 
is using it as that tool to retain your employees, using it as that tool to be able to offer needs to your employees by giving them ways of increasing that ticket and ways of increasing their, depending on how they get paid, could be their weekly check, their biweekly check, or maybe it's a monthly commission that they get, which in turn, you know, gets that retainage portion. You're not having technicians look for other places because they're happy with what they, what they're making here. They may not, because let's all face facts here. If you have a good technician, there's a contractor out there lobbying to get them, right? That's, that's just the way it is. There's, we have a very high shortage of skilled tradespeople, which means that the good ones are good, are good and people are going to come after them. Well, if you are utilizing financing as a tool in your daily business, your average ticket's going up, your technician's making more spiff money because they can offer it in payments versus ticket price. And they're getting more add-on sales, which in turn, they make more money, they're happy. And they're not wanting to go in. They're not entertaining offers when they come at them. So that's that's some of the pieces that using it as a daily tool could could utilize. But the other portion of that is who it affects within your organization besides the technician, right? There's other ways to leverage that in your in your service department. It spreads over to your CSRs, spreads over to your back office, your service manager, um, all the way through your organization. It could really really impact it if you utilize it as a daily tool. Okay. Yeah, I love that that image of financing being a tool in our tool belt, you know, and I think that's going to resonate with a lot of folks. Maybe maybe financing was a little bit out of their comfort zone or financing and service was, but if we're just thinking about it as, as just a tool we can use in our business, yeah, why wouldn't we use it? And you laid out so many of the benefits that can come from this, maybe that we haven't thought about with this Giving our technician the opportunities, allowing if if we're talking about accessories when we're out on a service call or a maintenance call, now those might become more affordable with the financing options. A lot of great benefits. Let's kind of switch gears and talk about how we do this. What are some of the best practices to actually utilizing financing in service out in the field? How do we go about doing it? So one of the one ways is making sure that your technicians understand it. You know, a lot of technicians are fantastic at fixing things. That's why they're technicians, right? But when you get down to the the nuts and bolts of different offerings and positioning sales or something like that, that is that is totally different, right? They, now that we're in foreign territory with the technician most times. So having weekly training courses, possibly, I mean, most, most contractors have weekly technician meetings, investing in your technicians that they understand how to present payments, how they understand how the financing works, and also integration into your CRM. We also have a good point of sale app that's very, very easy to use that you can position good, better, best offerings within it as well. Depends on what CRM you're on. We could be integrated in that to show the payments versus ticket price and that. And having them understand how to run through the technology, how to use the technology, and also how to talk with a homeowner. They're always good at coming back saying, hey, well, we can get this done for you today for about $1,300, right? Versus 
changing that and say, hey, we can get this done for you today for $40 a month. And then that whole conversation changes when, when you present it that way, right? But the biggest portion of how to get it in is training, is implementing training. Because whenever a technician is confident in what they do, they always present it that way because they're confident on fixing the machine. That's why they're able to, they go up, they have their, they have their process already. They get their gauges out, their tool bag, they go in their, in their voltmeters and everything. They go over to the unit and they, they have their process laid out. Well, the training portion comes in to where adding financing in that same process, right? Yeah. So you have your, your fixing process and now you have the conversation process with the homeowner. I like that. The fixing process and the conversation process and working to make sure our team is, is understanding the tool that they have at their disposal, you know, to go back to your early analogy about having that. They may not even realize it's in their tool belt. And if it's in there and they don't know what to do with it, they're never going to pull it out to use it. So I keep coming back to that because I just love that thought process and spending the time with our team to introduce this new tool to them. And then coach them through how we present it and have those interactions when we have the conversation process with the homeowners. I, I think that's fantastic, Rick. Chad, I'm, I'm going to go to you because you're a, a sports guy, a team guy. What are some best practices? Again, can you maybe dive deeper on training our technician team on using financing, things we would want to make sure we hit on and do? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, number one thing, in my opinion, is communication. Um, as you all well know, we're, we're full of it, right? We, we love to talk, uh, Rick, you know, I mean, he's done a great job so far, you know, he's a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> and so, and so I think communication is huge in regards to any, you know, texts and training, you know, and also just the basic information. A lot of these guys, uh, have never been taught before, right? With the experience that we've had, you know, just with us. Uh, I think it gives a good opportunity just to give them real-time experience and how to talk and, and how to present and how to use technology. You know, with us, in my opinion, is 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 always communication, it's always organization, it's always follow-up. You know, and in my opinion, that works throughout, you know, no matter where you're at, those three things, if you can master those, you've got and Rick, you probably agree, you've got you've got it taken care of, right? Just a process of being able to to talk and communicate. That's number one for me. Communication, organization, follow up, words to live by. I like that. <laughs> um, so so let's start talking about. Um, you guys are from Good Leap. You've got a, a great financing platform. Uh, I'd love to get into that a little bit now, and and maybe we start uh, with the training piece. When someone comes on to your, uh, your platform, they join the Good Leap team, what kind of training do you all uh, provide them and their team? Well, you know, like, uh, once again, we like, to, we like to hug people. And, you know, if you got me, me and Rick, you know, that's kind of how we are, you know, but uh, we like in person. We, 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 we want to shake the hand of the people that are going to use us. You know, we want to meet them. Now, we understand that, that sometimes that can't happen. So we'll train them, you know, through Zoom or, you know, online or whatever it is. But, um, you know, as soon as a, a partner of ours, you know, is live and with Goodly, uh, we're immediately talking, or, you know, we've already been in communication, of course, but we immediately get in touch with them and set up their training date. We want to make sure that all of their reps and all their techs and all their admin people 
have full access to, to, the, to the Goodly platform. We want to make sure that they have our, you know, our state-of-the-art app, app downloaded. And then also they're, they're logged into our, our website as well, too, if some of those admin people um, are going to be uh, using it that way. But essentially what we're going to do is we're going to go through the whole process. We're going to do role-playing. We're going to make sure that they have our contact information. And the first thing that we ask for, and I love this, Rick actually taught me this one. We don't get started with training unless every person at that training sends us a text with their name and their phone number. Okay, we'll sit there all day because the big thing about us at Goodleap is that we're going to talk to that rep or that tech out in the field while they're at the house. So we want to know who's calling us or who we're and who we're calling, right? So, you know, we'll be very direct with them and say, we need a text from every one of you and we won't get started until that happens. And that's right, Rick. It works and it works too because they know right then up front that we're real and that we're out to help them. And so, um, you know, once we get that started, we go through, you know, a real high level overview of the program. They already know about it or they wouldn't have signed up with us, right? So we go through a brief description of our program again. We uh, go through the app. We go through the training center that is inside our app to make sure everybody knows how to run an application and what the expectations are right, that, right, right out of the gate. So proper expectations is what our goal and, commun and, and communication one more time to make sure they have our, our contact information. I like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of support that, that you all are bringing to this when, when someone uh, joins the Good Leap platform from, from role playing to the app that you have to the, the in-person training or virtual training, maybe whatever they need. You guys are there, give them, wrap them up in a big bear hug you know, this is a podcast we didn't get to hug yet. So, you know, maybe at a future date, um, we'll do that. <laughs> I'd love to hear a little bit more about what makes the Good Leap platform unique. Communication. Number one, communication. So being a, being a former HVAC contractor myself, I've used almost every finance company's platform in home. Communication was not there for the vast majority of it. Some did a great job, some did not, right? So it's, it's but our number one objective at Good Leap is to over-communicate to our partners. Because if you notice, we call them partners. We don't call them customers or contractors because we are partners. We're partners in business. We can leverage each other to grow and we can help each other. But that's why communication comes in very, very key. That's what sets us apart from anywhere, from having somebody to text. You know, you don't even have to call us. You can text us. You will have your direct person that that is over your account, all of their contact info, their cell number, their office number, their email. Call us anything but late for dinner. We answered everything. Well, that's just, to me, that's the most important. I, I'm sure Chad, Chad agrees that communication is the number one factor with us. The second portion of us is we actually help you implement this into your daily business. Now, if the contractor, you know, when they first come on, if they do not want us to do that, we respect what they want, want us to do. But we all always give them little, you know, tricks of the trade, little different ways to be able to help you aid in, in your daily business to use it. Because I know 
at all the years I've been in this industry from distribution, manufacturing, contractor, et cetera, most contractors don't implement it in their daily use because they look at it as it's more paperwork, it's more hassle, it's more headache, right? Versus a lot of finance companies today has removed a lot of that paperwork and headache. Most of it's online, most of it's a streamlined process. And so changing the mindset there, right, is where we come in of helping them implement it in their business. We give them tricks of the trade. We give them different ideas that they can utilize the power of our soft credit hit, right? Because it doesn't affect the homeowner's credit score until they accept the job and we fund the job. So there's a lot of power in that and teaching them the power of that and how to leverage that in different ways in their business. Whether it's putting the link on their website, whether it's embedding that link into a QR code that makes their technicians very easy. Now the technician just here, scan this for an approval, right? It doesn't hit your credit. And now you've removed that whole technology portion off the technician. So, so we would come to communication and assistance and helping you implement this into your company. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea of uh, having partners, not customers or contractors that we work with, because that, that just shows the bond that you all are trying to create with uh, the folks that you work with and uh, build the communication, build the implementation. To me, it's kind of like uh, when a new piece of equipment comes out, you know, we've got to go get trained on that thing. We got to technically learn how it works, you know, so we can explain it and know the benefits of it in, to the consumers. Finance is the same thing. You said it at the very beginning. This is a new tool for some of us, and it's a tool we should be using daily. And uh, it sounds like, you know, that's what the Good Leap team is there is introducing that tool, communicating, and then kind of really helping people put it into practice in their business. Um, and we were talk, been talking about using financing in service. So, so let's now take the, the Good Leap platform and how could we use that to facilitate in, on a service call? So, I mean, essentially, there's a lot of different ways we can use it, right? With the soft credit hit, we could actually get a, an application over the phone before the technician's heading out there. We could email the application especially if it's a no pool call, right? And in, in the hot summer, when somebody's sweating on their couch, you send them an application and it doesn't affect their credit, they're going to apply, right? So you could essentially know a blanket approval before the technician even gets to the home by doing this. Put a link on your website and direct them to that before a technician gets there. So then when the technician goes and finds everything that's, that's wrong in the system, it's an easy conversation to talk about payments because the technician already knows they're they're approved and you remove some of that once again you're moving that technology barrier away from people that don't embrace it on on average right so that's that's one piece of it um integration showing the different you know your good better best offerings almost everybody today uses a good better best offering some good better best excellent where however you want to do it I've even talked to a guy the other day that had five offerings. Um, first time I ever seen five, but it was it was impressive. I liked the way he he laid everything out. Teaching your technician and giving them the tools to show payments on each offering, right? So, you know, you have your 
basic system, you know, to get it fixed today or the next, the next portion is upgrading your system or the next portion could be replacing your system. All right. That's, a, that's another piece where it comes into your service department to where if they get pre-approved for a technician goes out there, the repairs certain amount, it's very easy to come back and have that conversation to say, hey, we can get this system changed out for you with a 10-year warranty for $140 a month. So, I mean, that's that's the flip side of having this into your service department. On average, you'll increase your changeouts by 10 to 15% just by offering that. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is a powerful tool. And I, I loved a, a lot of the things you said about the, uh, the pre-approval in particular and how that can really position the rest of the the service call for whatever might happen, you know, whatever repairs might come up and having it be in a soft credit hit so that it takes away some of the potential worry from uh, the consumer there having that. And uh, you guys have really thought through the process and all the points where, you know, uh, the good leap tool can support these moves that we can make on a, on a service call uh, to really uh, help us win and, and really give the customer options, you know, to get what they need as well. So uh, this is fantastic. Guys, how can our, our listeners learn more about Good Leap or, or get in touch with you? Well, I mean, we are a strategic partner with BDR. So we're, we're also on the BDR site. Um, you can always go to goodleap.com. Check us out. Um, inquire us through there. If you do, please put that you are a BDR contractor in the in the comments. That way we'll make sure it goes to, to Chad and myself. Um, Cause we, you know, we head up the partnership with BDR. We, I mean, we absolutely love you guys. We had enjoyed Spark last year, looking forward to going to Spark in the upcoming months. Every partner y'all have sent our way, been an absolute joy to work with. Phenomenal contractors. I mean, phenomenal, great people. They've embraced us. We've embraced them. We we're helping them position. And same thing with your coaches. Every coach that we have met and 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 talked with and and helped, and they've been fantastic. And our values align perfectly. I mean, it's like a match made in heaven. As far as going to Good Leap, you can always go through the BDR website, or you can go to GoodLeap.com, and that that's the fastest way to get to me and Chad. And once once we initially reach out to to the partner and once we go through that we assign them to one of our people to assist in that so but we're still hands-on on on a lot of different things okay yeah well yeah we're we're very pleased with the partnership we have with good leap and i I agree that that we align as companies and how we want to take care of our our partners that we work with and i'm looking forward to seeing you guys at spark uh next year uh, getting my handshake or my bear hug from Chad. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, it'll be fun. And we uh, we appreciate all you that you do for us. This has been a fun conversation. I think we've highlighted some great reasons why we need to think about financing as a daily tool in our and when we're out on a service call or a maintenance call. And, and certainly the Good Leap platform uh, really provides us support and the implementation help to make that happen as a reality for us. So uh, guys, any final thoughts that you want to share with the audience? 
you know, I just want to, you know, say thank you. Um, like, like Rick said, um, there is a night and day difference from BDR partners <laughs> compared to, to other ones. Um, they're, they're well-trained, they're well knowledgeable. Um, they are not hard to teach. They've already been taught, right, Rick? And so, Absolutely. you know, so a BDR client come through, um, it's a, it's a, a sigh of, of relief to tell you the truth because uh, they understand things. So hats off to you all and your team uh, for what you all do. It's, it's nothing but extraordinary. So uh, thanks for the, for the opportunity. You're very welcome. Uh, Rick, any final thoughts that you have? Yeah, I mean, it's to reiterate what Chad said, this relationship has been fantastic. I mean, y'all y'all do a fantastic job in, in what y'all do with these contractors. And we just, you know, want to continue to add value to that. And we look forward to many more partnerships in, in the future. And and Matt, just so you know, we're both huggers, so get ready as part. So I mean <laughs> right on. if you can't tell, we're not small fellows either. So <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, look forward to that. And I know you guys do that with all your partners you work with. Yeah. Whether it's uh, in person, you know, or or virtual, you guys really care and uh, it shows. So glad to work with you. This has been great. We appreciate your time. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We will catch you next time.